right, welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Babyface Podcast. I am your host, as always, Stanley Pierre. And real quick, if you guys want to follow me on social media, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Stanley051192. And you can also follow me on Instagram at StanleyPierre0511. And if you guys also want to support the show on my anchor website where you can listen to this podcast, uh, you can, uh, there's actually a uh, support button that you can click on and, uh, you know, you can donate some money. Uh, you know, it's optional, not mandatory. And, uh, you know, if you guys like what you hear, uh, you know, you can click the support button, donate some money. Uh, every little bit helps and just, uh, you know, help me out in, uh, turning this podcast into something big and extravagant. And so, uh, I just finished watching NXT a few hours ago and, uh, I gotta say, you know, uh, this was, uh, the go home show before this Sunday's takeover in your house, uh, which is shaping up to be a pretty good show card wise. And, uh, yeah, as far as the go home show, I thought that it was decent until uh the last hour because i think in the last hour nxt um you know because of what we saw in the main event with uh drake maverick and el hio uh del fantasma um you know i think that you know wwe sort of just ruined uh the cruiserweight championship tournament uh and 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 you know I think that, you know, what transpired uh, after that match uh, between Drake and Phantasma just really took away from from uh, the Cruiserweight Championship. And it, it took away from the reason why uh, this tournament was being held. And, uh, you know, I'll get into that later. And, and, and you know, I'm, I'm going to dive deep into that because, you know, I'm not really happy and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to sound off on it. And so, uh, yeah, aside from that, uh, we also had, what else do we have on this show? We had Tony Nese versus Isaiah Swerve Scott. Uh, we had the undisputed era, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, uh, taking on Danny Burch and Oni Lorkin and the returning Breezango, Tyler Breeze and Fandango, they returned all three of these teams competed in a triple threat match. Winning team uh, becomes number one contenders for the NXT tag team titles. And uh, yeah, other than that, um, you know, uh, we also had Cameron Grimes versus uh, returning Bron- uh, Bronson Reed. Uh, he hasn't been on the show in the last few months. He's back. Uh, we had uh, Aaliyah versus Santana Garrett. And, uh, yeah, aside from that, uh, we had some, some promo packages, uh, some, uh, you know, some, some talking segments to hype up, uh, what we're going to see at takeover in your house on Sunday. And, uh, yeah, let's get into this review. So, uh, the show immediately started off, uh, with Candice LeRae and, uh, she went one-on-one with Mia Yim. And so Candace comes out first. Uh, she's got new heel music, uh, which, you know, it, it, it's going to grow on me. You know, uh, it, it's a little weird seeing Candace as a heel. 
I think that Candice LeRae is the perfect baby face. She just has the look and and and, and the 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 charisma for it. But uh, you know, she's heel Candice, and uh, you know, it, it'll take some time, but eventually, you know, we'll get used to seeing Candice in this current role. So yeah, so she went one on one with Mia Yim. And so, let's see, uh, the match, uh, oh, basically, you know, uh, the match, it was decent for what it was, nothing really special came out of it, and there was nothing really memorable, uh, that came out of it, um, the only memorable thing was what happened after the match, uh, Mia Yim and Candice LeRae, uh, they had a slugfest. They were just, just, just going back and forth. A very physical match. And so the match ended in a double countout. The women continued to fight after the match ended. Other members of the women's roster uh, tried to pull them apart. Uh, those women were Tegan Knox, Dakota Kai, and Raquel Gonzalez. Johnny Gargano and Keith Lee entered... Uh, and they showed support for their uh, significant others. Johnny is supporting Candace and, you know, his wife. And uh, Keith Lee is supporting his, you know, real-life girlfriend, uh, Mia Yim. And so both couples had a standoff. And then it was announced over the loudspeaker that uh, William Regal was turning this brawl into a mixed tag team match. And so then we had Candice LeRae and Johnny Gargano. Uh, they went up against Keith Lee and Mia Yim. Uh, Candice pinned Mia with a roll up after Gargano stabbed Lee in the eye with his car keys. Gargano stood over Lee's title after the match. And so, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, th this was this was a, a decent uh, way to start off NXT. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not surprised that Candice LeRae and, and Mia Yim uh, ended the way that it did with, you know, uh, Tegan Knox, Raquel Gonzalez, uh, and, and Dakota Kai uh, getting involved along with uh, Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae. And so, yeah, you know, we got um, uh, Johnny versus Keith Lee uh, um, at TakeOver In Your House on Sunday for uh the nxt north american championship and also it was announced that uh it, it was announced later in the show that uh uh mia yim will team with uh tegan knox and who else it was mia yim tegan knox and Sha oh, shati blackheart uh shati blackheart mia yim and um uh, Tegan Knox, they're going to go up against Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, and Raquel Gonzalez in a six-woman tag match at TakeOver. Uh, so, you know, looking forward to that and uh, looking forward to what all six of those ladies will do on Sunday. Uh, I, I, I have faith that they can put on a pretty solid match. And so then we had a video package highlighting... Uh, the upcoming match between Tommaso Ciampa and Karrion Cross at TakeOver in Your House. Then we had Dexter Loomis in a backstage interview. Uh, I, I can't remember what the girl's name was uh, that was interviewing Dexter Loomis, but uh, she interviewed Loomis. 
So she asks Loomis who he thinks will win the NXT championship at TakeOver in your house between Adam Cole and Velveteen Dream. So he remained silent, left the scene, and returned with an easel and started to draw. And so then we had Drake Maverick. Uh, he was arriving uh, to the building. He was interviewed as he was walking in. And so Drake said he felt no pressure because it could be the best day of his life and it could be the worst day of his life. And he could either, uh, you know, win the NXT championship or he'll be out of a job. And so, you know, all in all, Drake not showing any pressure. Uh, you know, he's not uh, scared of any potential negative outcome. And uh, yeah, you know, he, he he's ready and, and, and he's ready to go up against Phantasma for the Cruiserweight Championship. So then we had, we had a video package uh, highlighting Adam Cole and Velveteen Dream for the NXT title at In Your House. So we saw Adam Cole hanging out with the rest of the Undisputed Era, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, and Roderick Strong. They were hanging out at a restaurant. Uh, Dream saw a motiv uh, motivational vision of Prince, uh, which I thought was pretty awesome. Uh, I, I, I popped for that. Prince is actually one of my all-time favorite singers. Like, I'm a big fan of his music. So Dream, he saw a motivational vision of Prince, and analysis, and then we got analysis from Sam Roberts, Peter Rosenberg, and WWE Champion Drew McIntyre. So basically, you know, they were talking about the match and 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 giving, uh, you know, their picks on who they think will win the NXT Championship. And so then we had I can't remember who exactly uh they were picking. I think uh, Drew McIntyre picked Velveteen Dream. And uh, I think, uh, who was it, uh, Brillo had uh, Sam Roberts, he picked Adam Cole, and I believe Peter Rosenberg picked Velveteen Dream. So then we had, oh, so then we had Isaiah Swerve Scott versus Tony Nese. And uh, these guys went one-on-one -on -one in what I thought was a, a really, really good match. I thought that you know, these guys were on the verge of doing something just, just really incredible in the ring. And so we had, um, so we had towards the end of the match, we had Jack Gallagher, Jack Gallagher. He came out and he attempted to distract Swerve Scott during the match, but it didn't achieve anything. Nice and Gallagher, Nice and Gallagher swore revenge on Swerve Scott after the match. And so, yeah, um, I thought that, you know, Swerve Scott and Tony Nese, they put on, uh, uh, I think they put on a, a really, really good match. Uh, I was sad that we got a, a, a premature ending uh, with, you know, Jack Gallagher getting involved and then the finish. You know, I, I thought that, you know, these two guys, um, you know, from what I saw and, 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 the minutes that they were giving that they were given and, and the short time they got, I thought that these guys just put on just a really good match. And it sucks that, you know, we didn't see any more of it. 
So then we had, let me see here. We had, uh, oh, we had the Undisputed Era, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. They went up against Danny Birch and Oni Lorcan and the returning Breezango, uh, Tyler Breeze and Fandango. This was a triple threat match where the winning team became the number one contenders for the NXT tag team titles. And so, yeah, you know, um, nothing really special happened in the match. You know, uh, it, it was just there. Um, you know, I think that, you know, with Tyler Breeze and, and Fandango, you know, they're, they're back uh, on NXT television. They're back as a tag team. You know, Fandango, uh, he missed some time. Uh, I believe he had, it was either a, a shoulder injury or an arm injury. And, you know, instead of, you know, opting for surgery, Fandango, uh, he went and just did physical therapy therapy for a few months. And so, you know, he pretty much toughed it out and, and, and you know, made a comeback. And so, you know, as far as the match, like I said before, um, nothing really special happened. Nothing really came out of it. Um, you know, all three of these teams, you know, they, they, they got to shine. They got uh, some minutes to, to show their offense. And so, uh, Brizango actually picked up the win. And so, you know, uh, let me see. I want to try, I'm trying to find, uh, the finish here. Um, let's see. Um, all right. So fish tiger strong. Oh, okay. So then, uh, you know, as far as the finish, uh, Tyler Breeze hits the beauty shot, the beauty shot on Bobby Fish, Fandango tags in and hits a last dance on Fish, covering him for the three. And Fandango uh, and Tyler Breeze, they're victorious. Uh, they're now the number one contenders for the NXT tag team titles. And uh, yeah, I mean, like I said before, um, nothing, nothing really stood out in this match. It was just there for what it was, you know, I mean, I wasn't that like into the match that much, you know, I, I felt like I should have, but I don't know. My, my interest wasn't like there all that much for this match, you know? Um, but yeah, you know, Imperium, they're going to go up against, um, Breezango, uh, they're going to go up against Tyler Breeze and Fandango. Uh, I assume that match will take place uh, at TakeOver in your house on Sunday. And so, you know, after the match, uh, Tyler Breeze and Fandango, uh, they were in the ring. They were celebrating. And then uh, Imperium, uh, the NXT Tag Team Champions, Marcel Bartel and Fabian Eichner, uh, they came out uh, and they started walking down the ramp. And so, you know, Brizango thought that, you know, they were going to get in the ring and fight. But then uh, as the tag team champions were uh, walking down the ramp, you know, they were standing like right in the middle. And uh, Malcolm Bivens and his new tag team, um, Indishir, I, I believe. Yep, yep, that's their name, Indishir. They came out, they had a stare down with Imperium and, you know, they basically let it be known that you know they want a tag team title shot 
And so, yeah, you know, I assume at TakeOver, we're going to get um, Grisango versus Imperium for the tag team titles. Uh, Indusheer is probably going to interfere and, you know, you know, just mess up the match and, and, and just make it a no contest. You know, so two things, you know, uh, in my opinion, number one, I don't see like why and no disrespect to Tyler Breeze and Fandango. I know Fandango has worked very hard to uh, make it back to NXT television. But, you know, I think that Danny Burch and Oni Lorkin are a much better team in this situation. And I felt like they should have won this match and they should be getting a tag team title shot because like personally, I, I don't really like when somebody or a team uh, makes their debut or, or makes their return to a company and you know, their first match back or, or, or their debut match, you know, they win like a big match that quickly leads to a title shot as if they're Brian cage in AEW. Like, I don't know I, stuff like that in wrestling, you know, I don't really like, you know, I, I feel like it, it's sort of unfair to, uh, the hardworking people, you know, who were there a lot longer than you. And so, yeah, you know, I, I feel like, you know, um, Oni Lorkin and Danny Burch, I, I feel like they're the perfect tag team to go up against Imperium. You know, I know that um, uh, Imperium and, and Burch and Lorkin, I, I believe they, they already had uh, a tag team title match before, probably at the last takeover or uh, 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 an episode of NXT recently. But either way, I, I feel like Danny Burch and Oni Lorkin, they should have won this match and they should be getting uh, a tag team title shot instead of Brizango. And number two, uh, I don't know why Indusheer, uh is in the mix. I, I, I don't understand why, you know, they are, you know, uh, 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 putting themselves in the tag team title picture. I mean, they've done nothing on NXT uh, in all the time, you know, they've been on the roster. You know, they haven't done anything impressive. You know, they've picked up wins, but they haven't picked up any big, important wins. And I think that, you know, they just need more work. And, and, and you know, they're bland. And, you know, I think that, you know, maybe down the line in a few months, yeah, you know, you can give these guys a tag team title shot. But I feel like right now it's really not their time. And so I don't know why uh, WWE is placing uh, in this year in the tag team title picture. So then we come, uh, so then, uh, what else happened? Uh, Drake Maverick, he's shown backstage getting ready for his match with Phantasma. We go to a commercial break and we come back from commercial and we see footage of the women's tag match last week where Io Shirai and Rhea Ripley lost to Chelsea Green and the NXT Women's Champion, Charlotte. So then uh, we see Chelsea Green and Robert Stone. They're backstage getting interviewed. So Stone talks about how the Robert Stone brand came through. Chelsea talks about how she is hotter than ever, and she actually fires Robert Stone. Stone chases after her asking if she was really serious. So, yeah, you know, I, I don't know uh, what WWE is planning with uh, Robert Stone, uh, Chelsea Green, and Aaliyah, who I'll get to in a little bit. 
But uh, I mean, either way, I, I don't really, I don't really care. You know, I, I was never a big fan of Robert Stone slash Robbie E. You know, when he was in Impact Wrestling, I, I just never, like, I just never got behind him, and I just didn't understand just what you know got him over and, and like why he got over the way he did that you know led to him coming to nxt you know with chelsea green as i said before you know the girl has done nothing at least in my eyes to prove how good she is you know uh i hate to call her a loser but you know i gotta call her like i see it you know she's a loser and you know i don't know like eh, we'll, we'll see what happens going forward with uh, Greenstone and Aaliyah, who I will mention in a little bit. So then we had Aaliyah. She went one-on-one -on -one with Santana Garrett, who I can't remember the last time uh, like I saw Santana Garrett on NXT television. I think it was like maybe a few months ago. But yeah, Santana Garrett, uh, she's back in the Performance Center. Uh, she's back on NXT television. She went one-on-one -on -one with Aaliyah. Uh, Vanessa, Vanessa Bourne, who usually is with Aaliyah, she wasn't there. Um, I guess WWE uh, quietly broke up Aaliyah and Vanessa Bourne. You know, they're not a team anymore. Uh, who knows where Vanessa Bourne is? You know, uh, I assume she's probably, you know, stuck at home. Um, I don't know if she, if she I, I believe she's Australian. Mm, I could be wrong on that, but... You know, I think uh, probably with Vanessa Bourne, she's probably stuck at home and, you know, she's not allowed to travel out of state or out of country uh, wherever she's at. So we had uh, Aaliyah. She went one on one with Santana Garrett. And so Aaliyah hits a spinning neck breaker on Santana and immediately covers her for two uh, for two count. Uh, Robert Stone comes out and cheers on Aaliyah. Aaliyah stays on the offense and hits Garrett with a knee to the face in the corner, then covers her for two again. Uh, Aaliyah gets a hold locked in on Garrett, but Garrett gets to her feet and pushes Aaliyah into the corner. Aaliyah slaps Santana and gets to the top rope, but Santana hits a slap of her own, then hits Aaliyah with a Hurricane Rana in a handspring moonsault, covering Aaliyah for the three. And uh, Santana Garrett, she's victorious. Uh, Robert Stone, uh, he actually came out and, you know, he was supporting Aaliyah and, you know, uh, he was in her corner. You know, um, Aaliyah, she wasn't really like, you know, she wasn't really uh like um you know uh what's the word i'm looking for um you know she she didn't acknowledge that's the word she didn't you know acknowledge robert stone who was at ringside um you know the only time she did was when she lost and you know her and and, and robert stone uh had words uh as they walked up the ramp and they left and so you know like i said before i i i i don't know uh, and first of all, congratulations to San Santana Garrett, you know, good win. Um, you know, uh, I, I, I saw some potential in Santana Garrett, you know, I think that, um, you know, she, she, she has what it takes, you know, she's a little, she needs a little more work, uh, 
and, and she she's got to get a little bit better uh, in the ring and, and and you know just an overall character you know she needs a little more oomph you know and uh you know she won the match congratulations to her and you know with um chelsea green robert stone and Aaliyah, i don't know where they're going with this you know i could only assume that with chelsea green uh firing robert stone i think that you know chelsea green you know uh might turn into a baby face and they might set up an angle where you know robert stone he's upset with Chelsea Green because she fired him. And so Robert Stone is now uh, joining forces with Aaliyah. And, you know, uh, the both of them, you know, they're going to go at it with, well, not not Robert Stone, but, you know, he's going to be in Aaliyah's co corner uh, when she goes at it with Chelsea Green. And so other than that, I, I don't really see, you know, what uh is gonna come out of this 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 uh situation and you know this storyline with uh chelsea green robert stone and um Aaliyah. and so right after that we had el hijo del fantasma he's shown getting ready for his match uh with drake maverick but when we get back from commercial uh we saw um a prime target segment uh you know basically another video package hyping up uh some matches for nxt takeover in your house uh this time uh you know we saw a segment with io shirai uh rhea ripley and charlotte they're talking about their their big triple threat match for the women's title this sunday at takeover in your house and so EO speaks broadly about her desire to be alone and be the best. Uh, Rhea talks about how 2019 was the best year for her. And it was, you know, uh, she won the women's title. Uh, and, you know, she was one of one of the reasons why NXT UK uh, just was 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 a big success. And so uh Let's see. Rhea talks about how 2019 was the best year for her and 2020 hasn't been good, but she wants to make it better. And Charlotte, uh, then she talks about how NXT was her home, which, you know, you got to admit it, it was, you know, uh, NXT was without NXT. Uh, I don't think Charlotte would be where she is in her career. Well, you know, like as, as, as much of an, uh, uh, attention seeker that 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 charlotte is you know you gotta admit she's right uh with nxt you know nxt was her home you know she did uh have her stomping grounds there she came up there and uh you know she won her first women's title there when she beat natalia at um i can't remember what takeover it was but i know her dad uh rick flair you know he came out in tears congratulating his daughter so yeah, you know, Charlotte talks about how NXT was her home and she wants to show that she's still the queen. And then that was that. And so, yeah, like, you know, it, it should be a, a pretty good match between EO, Rhea, and Charlotte. Um, you know, I, I think that these ladies, they, 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 they can, you know, put on a damn good match, you know. Charlotte, you know, as much as I rag on her, you know, she is one of the best women's wrestlers in the world. Io Shirai is great 
you know, she's been great the last few months ever since she turned heel. And uh, Rhea Ripley, you know, she's also coming to her own, you know. Um, she's 22, 23 years old. And, you know, she's a star in the making. And, you know, I think all three of these women are going to put on a, a damn good match on Sunday. So we go to a commercial break and then we come back and we get one of my favorite things on NXT, Cameron Grimes, North Carolina Southern boy. Uh, he went one-on-one -on -one with a returning Bronson Reed. Uh, you know, we haven't seen Bronson Reed on NXT television uh, in months. And, you know, you know, who knows why, you know, maybe NXT creative didn't have anything planned for him or, you know, uh, he was, was, you know, he, he was forced to stay home a little bit because of travel restri uh, restrictions and maybe the area he was in sort of lifted the travel restrictions. And so, yeah, uh, Cameron Grimes, uh, went one-on-one -on -one with Bronson Reed uh, they both stared each other. They both stared down each other in the ring uh, before the match starts. Bell rings. Uh, Reed chases Grimes around the ring, but Grimes tries to outspeed him. Grimes tries to hit a takedown, but Reed picks him up and goes for a Canadian backbreaker. Grimes escapes the hold and chops at Reed, but Reed isn't phased. So, a few minutes later into the match, Reed rolls Grimes back into the ring and goes to the top rope. Reed goes for a splash on Grimes, but Grimes rolls out of the way and hits the cave-in on Reed, and he pins him clean, and Cameron Grimes is victorious. So, you know, it, like, I felt like the wrong person won this match. I, I, I thought that... You know, Bronson Reed should have won this match. He dominated Cameron Grimes for almost the entire match, and he looked very, very strong. But, you know, Cameron Grimes, uh, he was victorious. And so, you know, I assume the reason why Cameron Grimes won the match is because after um, uh, Karrion Cross actually got into the ring as Cameron Grimes had his back turned and he was celebrating, so Grimes, uh, he turned around, he saw Karrion Cross, and he quickly left the ring, and he quickly retreated. So Karrion Cross picked up Bronson Reed and hit an impressive-looking backdrop driver. I mean, like, he hit a backdrop driver on somebody in Bronson Reed who is, I don't know how much they said he weighed uh, as far as the in-ring introductions, but, you know, I'm assuming, you know, Bronson Reed is, is close to 300 pounds or maybe a little over 300 pounds. And, you know, Karrion Cross, he, he picked the big boy up for a backdrop driver that looked very impressive. And so, uh, Karrion Cross, he hit the backdrop driver on uh, Bronson Reed. And so, then, Karrion Cross stares into the camera and says, Champa. This Sunday is special. TikTok. And then that was that. So, yeah, you know, Tommaso Ciampa versus Karrion Cross at TakeOver. I'm very interested to see how this match will play out. Uh, you know, I think that, you know, Ciampa, he can get a good match out of Karrion Cross. Not a lot of people know Karrion Cross just yet. You know, uh, they only know him by what they've seen from him on NXT television so far. But, uh, you know, 
uh, he his 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 pay per view in ring debut uh, is on Sunday against Champa, and uh, yeah, you know, I, I I have faith that you know Champa is probably gonna make uh Karrion Cross look good, and and you know we we've only seen I believe we we've only seen Karrion Cross in the ring uh one time uh recently on NXT, and so you know I believe this will be his second televised match. You know this time it's on pay per view. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that match, and, 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 and I'm interested in seeing what these guys will uh, pull out. And so then we had, we oh yeah, we then we went to a commercial break, come back from the commercial break, and uh, Beth Phoenix he announces the six woman tag match uh, that I talked about earlier that was announced for Takeover in Your House. Uh, Mia Yim, Shotzi Blackheart, and Tegan Knox versus Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, and Raquel Gonzalez. So then, after that, we had the main event, Drake Maverick, uh, in possibly his final match on NXT television, went one-on-one with El Hijo del Fantasma for the Interim Cruiserweight Championship in the finals of the Cruiserweight title tournament. Uh, I feel so bad for Jordan Devlin, man. Like... You know, he before this tournament, he was the champion, but he was forced to vacate the title because of travel restrict travel restrictions. You know, um, he's British and, you know, he lives in the UK and, you know, there's uh, a travel ban uh, over there. And, 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 you know, he's not allowed to come to the United States. Same with Pete Dunne. And so, yeah, the title was held up. Uh, because, you know, Jordan Devlin, unfortunately, can't make it because of the travel ban in the UK. So we got El Hijo, Del Fantasma, and Drake Drake Maverick. Uh, they've been in this tournament since the start, and now they're closing out the tournament in a one-on-one match. So Drake Maverick and Fantasma, they start off with a handshake. Fantasma tried to use... The handshake to get a quick roll up on Maverick, but Maverick kicked out at two. Phantasma takes down Maverick, but Maverick reverses and goes for a Kimura lock. Phantasma reverses into a pinfall attempt for a two count. Maverick and Phantasma lock up again. Oh no, wait. Uh, they they lock up and Phantasma gets in. He gets Drake in an armbar. Drake gets to his feet. Uh, you know, oh, Drake, he, I believe he grabbed the ropes, uh, to break the hold. And then he gets to his feet, but Phantasma hits a monkey flip on Maverick. Phantasma rolls up, uh, Phantasma then rolls up Maverick for a two count. Phantasma and Maverick lock up again. Phantasma whips Maverick around the ring. Drake hits a flying head scissors on Phantasma, sending him out of the ring. Drake gives chase and hits a cannonball senton off the apron on phantasma so we go to commercial break we come back and drake hits a drop kick from the middle rope on phantasma phantasma escapes the ring and maverick gives chase again phantasma hits a sit out power bomb on maverick on the outside of the ring which looked very devastating i always like cringe and i always fear for wrestlers when they take hard bumps like that on the outside of the ring. You know, uh, I know the ring, uh, the outside of the ring has protective padding, but still, you know, um, 
just seeing, you know, moves like that, you know, the devastating sit-out powerbomb, it's never easy to watch. And um, thankfully, uh, Drake Maverick was able to continue the match, and he was fine. Uh, he must have been in a lot of pain. So uh, after that, you know, Drake, he's, he's screaming in pain, of course. As Maverick, as Phantasma, I should say, covers him for a very close two count. Uh, Phantasma hits Maverick in the back, and Maverick screams again. Uh, Phantasma, Phantasma seems to punch Maverick in the kidney, uh, in the kidney area of his back, then locks in a surfboard lock. Drake's shoulders get to the ropes, but he's at the ropes, forcing a break. So Phantasma then drags Drake back into the ring. Uh, Phantasma hits a backdrop driver on Maverick and hits a two count. Phantasma stalks Drake and goes for another backdrop driver, but Drake escapes and hits a dropkick on Phantasma in the corner. Drake goes to the second rope and tries to hit a dropkick to the legs of Phantasma, but Phantasma catches him and reverses into a Boston Crab. Uh, Drake makes it to the bottom rope and forces a break. Phantasma looks surprised that Drake has not given up. He hits another sit-out powerbomb on Maverick, pinning him again, but he got a two-count. Phantasma waits for Drake to get back to his feet. Drake slaps Phantasma, and Phantasma lays into Maverick's back with forearm smashes. Phantasma then whips Drake into the corner, but Drake bounces back with a lariat. Drake fights back with a series of strikes to Phantasma in the corner. Drake hits a wheelbarrow bulldog on Phantasma. Then he goes to the top rope. Drake hits a beautiful diving elbow drop from the top rope and covers Phantasma, but Phantasma kicks out at one. Uh, so then... Phantasma hits Drake with a drawbreaker and a spine buster. Phantasma goes to the top rope, but Drake runs to the turnbuckle and knocks Phantasma off the turnbuckle. Uh, Drake then chased Phantasma to the middle rope. Drake and Phantasma hit each other with headbutts, with Drake landing in the ring and Phantasma landing outside. Uh, the mass men uh the masked men who actually you know they've been abducting a lot of uh wrestlers on the roster lately you know uh they uh, abducted um Joaquin Wild um they abducted I don't know if they oh no wait they didn't abduct Jeff Atlas but they they abducted uh a few other people you know uh you know some of these wrestlers they would finish matches and you know they would like cut promos after the match whether they they won or lost and then you know uh these mass guys with you know just luchador mass you know they pull up uh in a van and they they grab the guy that's getting interviewed and they basically just hassle them and, and shove them in the back of the van and just drive off and so you know uh these mass guys uh they they made an appearance in the match uh they came out uh, and so they actually stood over Phantasma. And so while they were uh, standing over Phantasma and looking at him, uh, they looked up and Drake Maverick took them both out with uh, Tope Suicida. So then Drake fights off both men and goes back to 
goes back in the ring, but Phantasma catches Maverick with a super kick and a Phantom Driver as in uh, a Phantom Driver as soon as he gets back to the ring. Phantasma then pins Drake for the three count, and Elio Del Phantasma wins the interim cruiserweight champion. He's the champ. Finally, somebody's holding the title. It's no longer vacant. Uh, Phantasma is the brand new champion. And so, after the match, um, and this this is this this is where this is where I just got really angry and frustrated. So, Phantasma celebrates on the ramp, but Drake is still in the ring, uh, and you know he's feeling heartbroken. The crowd cheers for Drake, and bang on the pe- uh, and and bang on the plexiglass to show their support for Drake. He stares into the camera and says, thank you for all your support. Crowd then chanted, thank you, Drake. Uh, Drake exits the ring and starts to walk to the back. Crowd cheers him on as he's walking, then looks back and, you know, uh, he looks back on all of them and thanks everyone while trying to hold back tears. So then Triple H comes out with a clipboard and he shakes Drake's hand and he offers Drake uh, an NXT contract and Drake signs it. And, you know, uh, Drake, uh, he, I believe he was crying in tears uh, after he signed the contract. And that's how the show ended. You know, uh, Triple H and Drake Maverick, after Drake signed the contract, him and Triple H hugged. And it looks like Drake Maverick, uh, he's going to be on NXT for the long run. Uh, you know, he apparently has re-signed with the company. I don't know if this is a work or if this was an actual legit contract. And, you know, this was a real life thing. But, uh, yeah, the show went off the air uh, with Drake celebrating that, you know, uh, Triple H uh, gave him uh, a contract to stay on the show. And so, you know, honestly, like, this was a, a cool moment for Drake. This is very similar to uh, Cedric Alexander a few years ago in the Cruiserweight uh, Classic. You know, um, Cedric Alexander, he, I believe he lost in the finals against somebody. And then, you know, um, he's standing in the ring. He gets a, a standing ovation from the crowd. And as he's walking up, Triple H comes up and, you know, the crowd's chanting, uh, please sign Cedric. And, you know, Triple H then, you know, he looked at the crowd and, you know, he said, you know, oh, you know, we're going to sign this guy. And then they walked to the back. This this was very similar to that situation with uh, Cedric Alexander. And, you know, I felt like, number one, I felt like the, 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 the match between Drake and, and Phantasma, I thought that the storytelling in the match was really, really good. With, you know, Drake, you know, showing everybody how tough he is and, and how much heart he has and not giving up. And number two, you know, I, I, I thought that, you know, this match should have took place at TakeOver on Sunday. I thought that this would have been, you know, a, a, a perfect match you can put on the In Your House card for TakeOver. And I don't know, the fact that we got it, on free television uh with nxt you know 
I felt like that was just a mistake. You know, we should have saw this match take place at the pay-per-view. And so, you know, with uh, Phantasma winning the Cruiserweight title and, and Drake uh, having his moment after the match, I felt like, you know, the stuff with Drake and, and, and Triple H and, and the crowd, you know, uh, cheering on Drake and, and, and Triple H giving uh, Drake a contract and, and him re-signing with NXT, you know, I felt like it sort of just took away from the entire Cruiserweight Championship tournament. And more importantly, it took away from uh, Phantasma, uh, who is now the Cruiserweight Champion. You know, I felt like, you know, the Drake story uh, really just like overshadowed the, the importance of the tournament and the importance of the Cruiserweight Championship. You know, I felt like, you know, um, it, it was just a bad spot to, to put this story in. And, you know, it, it just took away from Phantasma and it, it took away from his Cruiserweight title win, his Cruiserweight title win. And so with Phantasma, you know, now that he's Cruiserweight champion, I assume going forward, uh, you know, we're probably going to see him in a storyline with uh, the two masked men that came out and, and, and stood over him during the match. Uh, on the outside of the ring before they got taken out by Drake's suicide dive. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that and, 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 you know, seeing where that goes. But, you know, with Drake Maverick and, and, and his storyline and, 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 you know, his moment after the match, it, it just took away from the tournament and it took away from the title and it just took away from Phantasma. You know, if you're going to do all this, like I said before, you know, if you're going to, plan this match the way that you know you planned it and, and you're gonna book the finish and the post-match stuff the way you did you know you should have saved all that for takeover that would have been a bigger moment and that would have been uh a uh, uh, much more of a newsworthy moment for nxt and so i don't know like they they i felt like they just they just wasted this whole tournament on, you know, Drake Maverick storyline. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not, and I'm not saying anything bad about Drake Maverick. You know, I like the guy, I, you know, I think Drake Maverick, he's opened up a lot of eyes in the last few months and, you know, he's definitely proved to everybody, you know, he deserves to be in WWE and he deserves to be in NXT and, and, you know, uh, he, he's improved a lot in the last few months. And, you know, I, I think that, you know, as I stated before, you know, just bad timing with uh, this storyline and the Cruiserweight title tournament. And, uh, yeah, and that was uh, that was NXT, folks. Um, but, yeah, like all in all, I thought this was this was a decent show. Um, there were there were some good stuff on here. Uh, the prime target segments with uh, Dream and uh, Adam Cole and Io Shirai, Rhea Ripley and Charlotte. I thought that was good. Um, you know, uh, the match with uh, Swerve Scott and Tony Nese, uh was on the verge of being great until, you know, Jack Gallagher uh, made his presence felt. Um, but still, you know, that match uh, was pretty good for what it was. Um, you know, the stuff with, uh, Candice and, and, and Johnny and, and Mia Yim and, and Keith Lee was great. Uh, I love how, um, when Johnny and, and Candice had the mixed tag with, 
uh, Keith Lee and Mia Yim, you know, uh, Candace, she's in the ring working over Mia, and you got Johnny Gargano, you know, he's on the apron, just jumping up and down, holding the tag rope, and, you know, he's shouting his support for his wife, Candace. You know, he's like, yeah, that's it. Get her, Candace. Get her, Candace. You know, I thought that was, I thought that was pretty funny. But, uh, yeah, you know, those those were uh, some of the good stuff on NXT. And, you know, the stuff with Robert Stone, Chelsea, Aaliyah, um, and, 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 you know, uh, Drake's moment just overshadowing the Cruiserweight title tournament and, and the Cruiserweight title and, and El Hijo del Fantasma, I thought that just really just took away, um, you know, just, just from just the Cruiserweight title tournament. And, you know, I don't know, like, I, I felt like it should have been booked in a much better way. And, uh, yeah, you know, just, you know, decent, up and down go home show by NXT as you know in your house is three days away on Sunday and uh yeah you know um I'm looking forward to NXT takeover on Sunday you know we haven't had a takeover in a while um we're supposed to have takeover Tampa um during Wrestlemania weekend but you know with the coronavirus you know pretty much messed everything up and so NXT had to cancel that takeover and so you know um, instead, you know, we're getting in your house on Sunday. It, it should be a really, really good show. Uh, I always look forward to NXT takeovers because, you know, they're always phenomenal shows and they're always just must see television. And so, yeah, you know, um, NXT tonight, folks, you know, up and down show. It was decent for what it was, but, you know, I don't know the stuff, the bad stuff on the show really I thought just got in the way of what was, uh, you know, just a decent show. And, uh, yeah, you know, we got takeover around the corner. Should be a good show. I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys for, uh, listening to me and, uh, thank you for, for listening to the Babyface podcast. Uh, again, uh, if you guys want to follow me on Twitter, you can at Stanley051192. And you can also follow me on Instagram at StanleyPierre0511. And uh, like I said before, if you guys want to support the show, it's optional, not mandatory. Um, on my anchor website where you can listen to this podcast, um, you know, there's a support button you can click. And, uh, you know, you can click that button and uh, just, you know, donate some money and, 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 and just like, help me out in turning in in turning this podcast into something big and, and something extravagant. And so, you know, um, like I said before, um, the support and the donations are optional and not mandatory. And so, you know, if you want to, uh, the support button is there if you, uh, want to financially support the show. And so, yeah, um, I will be back, uh, tomorrow night, uh, actually with, uh, your SmackDown, uh, review. Um, you know, I know that, uh, Sheamus and Jeff Hardy, they're going to be on the show. Jeff Hardy apparently is going to explain his side of the story and him, um, you know, allegedly, uh, running over Elias with his car while he was drunk. Um, you know, I assume, um, you know, Jeff Hardy himself will show us proof as to, you know, um, uh, you know, Seamus, 
just, you know, um, putting Jeff Hardy in that situation and, and just like, you know, framing Jeff Hardy. If Jeff doesn't, you know, uh, show the proof, then, you know, I assume the mystery hacker is going to do it. You know, um, you know, the mystery hacker who, you know, is usually sitting on a chair and, you know, he's got all these cameras right in front of him. And, you know, he shows people being dishonest and just doing sneaky things. And so, yeah, you know, uh, and we also got smacked. Uh, we also got Carmella, uh, not, not Carmella, um, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. They're going to defend their women's tag team titles against Bailey and Sasha Banks. And uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know who, who's going to win that match. I mean, I would love to see Bailey and Sasha win that match because, you know, I think that if Bailey and Sasha are tag team champions, it's really going to uh, add to the eventual split between the two of them. And, you know, um, uh, Sasha will turn baby face and she'll feud with Bailey for the women's title. Um, it should be the other way around, you know, Sasha as the heel and Bailey as the baby face because both women are perfect for those roles. And uh, we're also going to have uh, The Miz and John Morrison. They're going to issue some, sto- some sort of warning to the Universal Champion, Braun Strowman, uh, with backlash around the corner. And uh, I don't know, like SmackDown, you know, uh, I'm not going to say it's going to be a good show tomorrow. I'm not going to say it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a bad show tomorrow. Um, we'll have to wait and see. And uh, yeah, but like I said before, uh, thank you guys for tuning into the Babyface Podcast. And uh, enjoy your night. Stay safe. Uh, you know, wear your mask in public. Uh, you know, stay clear of the coronavirus. You know, uh, even though you know it, it's sort of dying down a little bit, uh, it's still out there. So just be careful. Practice social distance. Uh, social distancing. And uh, yeah, just 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 be safe and and and, and you know just stay out of trouble and, and just you know, do the necessary things you got to do to, 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 you know, be a better person and, and better your life. And, you know, I'm not saying you listeners are bad people. I'm just saying that, you know, uh, just have a positive, have a positive mental attitude and, you know, just, just, just do what you got to do to, to, to just be a better person and, and just better yourself. And so, uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, NXT was a decent up and down show. Um, and, uh, I will see you guys for uh Friday night SmackDown, uh, the review for it, uh, tomorrow. Um, you guys are probably going to get that review at maybe a little after midnight. So yeah. So be on the lookout for that. And, uh, you know, if you guys know, uh, any, anybody who are, um, also fans of professional wrestling, just uh, refer them to this podcast and, and, and you know, uh, tell them to just uh, give this show a listen and, uh, you know, they won't be disappointed. And so uh, thank you guys. And I'll see you guys tomorrow for Friday Night Smackdown. So see you and have a wonderful night. <laughs>